Hi, everyone. Welcome to the NFT Outer Space podcast. We are a group of three NFT creators with a mission to spread the word about NFTs and educate the community about all crypto art subjects. We aim to host a place where we highlight and uplift the work of amazing people in the space. These chats happen live via Twitter spaces. We record them and we convert them into this podcast to the benefit of anyone who wants to refer to the content at a later time. We hope you enjoy the conversation and have as much fun as we do. And tune in for more podcasts from our Outer Space series. Hola a todos. Bienvenidos al podcast de NFT Outer Space. Somos un grupo de tres creadores de NFT con la misión de educar a la comunidad de manera orgánica sobre todos los temas relacionados con criptoarte. Nuestro objetivo es crear un lugar donde resaltamos y elevamos el trabajo de personas increíbles en el espacio. Estos chats ocurren en vivo a través de Twitter Spaces. Los grabamos y los convertimos en este podcast para beneficio de quien quiera referirse al contenido posteriormente. Esperamos que disfruten de la conversación y se diviertan tanto como nosotros y sintonicen más episodios de nuestra serie NFT Outer Space. Hello, good afternoon to everybody especially to our beautiful guests this afternoon, Sarai. Uh, I am going to read a quick bio about her, and then we'll start with uh, a few questions, but we'll love to keep this conversation just flowing organically and really take the opportunity to shine light on these beautiful creations and journey and the human behind, uh, behind the art created in VR. And so, uh, yeah, from our beautiful friend here, Sarai. So I'll start reading. Creatress is a VR, virtual reality performance artist at the intersection of virtual, virtual reality and fine art, exploring feminine, indigenous, and organic forms in an otherwise rigid ecosystem to bring representation and challenge the limits of our growing multiverse. Sarai, good afternoon, my dove. How are you today? And we'd love for you to start, um, you know, with a brief introduction about yourself. Um, and maybe if you can kind of use that introduction to paint a picture uh, around your creations, around who or what inspire you in your early years to be an artist and a creator. That would be a wonderful way to start. Thank you so much, Jimena and Diana and Daniel. Um, really feeling really honored to be here. Uh, I've heard you uh, interview a lot of other artists that I love, so thank you. Um, yeah, so I'm creatress, Sarai Mora. Um, I'm originally from Mexico. I was born born in Rosarito, Baja California, um, and then I um, migrated to the U.S. to San Diego in uh, 2001 with my family, and uh, I've been here ever since in Southern California. Um, as I think my first uh, inspiration for art um, happened around when I was 10 years old. I visited my family in Mexico. Um, most of them live in Toluca, which is near the, the middle of Mexico, near um, the capital or the EFE. And um, my family took me to a museum 
it was like an anthropology museum and it turns out my great-grandfather that was the first time I found out my great-grandfather Luis Camarena um he was um a lifelong um collector of of bugs insects um he did some taxidermy he just was completely enamored by nature and preserving it and making it look beautiful. So he made a lot of um, butterfly frames, right? But not just butterfly frames, like he even went as far as creating a Virgin Mary portrait using just butterflies, like butterfly wings. And so when I went into that museum and I realized that he had donated all of his artworks when he passed which was well before me um and that they were there in a museum of all places <laughs> like I think that was a major shock to me and um it opened my eyes to like the possibility that any that someone could do this like um at all it wasn't even in the realm of, of thinking for me I was you know I was 10 years old living in Rosarito we, we weren't we weren't well off by any means so um it, it was it was just incredible to to find out and um you know so so him I'd say is one of the first first inspirations for me and then um after after him his daughter my grandmother Pilar who who is still with us thank goodness um she has always been super into butterflies and i and i never realized why until i made the connection that it's her father that would take her on these expeditions to the mountains to like find insects and catch butterflies to um you know bring back and and put into these beautiful artworks um and frames so i'd say it's it's both of them my grandma and my great-grandfather but um, it would be it would be unfair not to mention my grandfather as well. My grandfather Ruben Mora. He um, he does woodworking now that he's um, retired. Um, and so it, I I mean I could go on and on. To be honest, so many people in my family are are musicians. They're artists in their own right. So I I've, I just feel super lucky that um, my whole life I've been <laughs> inspired by them. Um, you know, even my ancestors that aren't around, but also the ones that are around. So uh, hopefully that's, that's, uh, that answered some of the questions. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's so beautiful. And I think that, you know, when you talk about like your ancestors, I think that we, you know, we, things are passed down to us. And, uh, creative things it's uh, I truly believe that and uh, on a little side note you're t you know you talk about the butterflies and I love butterflies but I have to confess I'm terrified of them when they fly around me <laughs> so it's like it's it's I'm trying to get over that fear of like the beauty and yet they cause like fear in me so that was just a little kind of anecdote that I I'm jumping in to say but um, yeah, no, it's it's wonderful when we have such creativity that flows through our family. It's it's great. You know, that's so funny. I've I've heard only one other person say that they're scared of butterflies, and um, I wonder why because they don't have any stingers or anything. I, I don't I don't think they can do anything to anybody. <laughs> No, and they're so beautiful. I think it's because they fly and, and I, you know, things that fly make me nervous. But as a photographer, 
actually that's helped me a lot because sometimes I'm taking pictures and I have pictures of butterflies and I get much closer to them because I don't realize how close I'm getting because I'm concentrating on the camera. So <laughs> it's like my security blanket, my camera, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> funny, we're us humans, we can have all sorts of funny things. <laughs> Sarai, speaking a bit about uh, traditional values into art, which elements of Mexican culture uh, or any Latin American value do you incorporate that you know you straightly incorporate into your expression? Oh, that's a great question. You know, I think it really depends on, on the artwork. Um, some artworks I, I really um, are completely abstract. Um, for example, my performances, I go in there and um, I let the energy guide me. Um, I do try to use really, um, really organic shapes, and sometimes I'll incorporate some some artwork from the um, the the different um, historical places. Like um, one of my butterflies, actually, in in my process video, you can see that I was looking at a photo of part of one of the um, pyramids from Teotihuacan, which is, you know, in the outskirts of Mexico. So I was looking at all the artwork there and um, I, I made something inspired. It's not anything like exactly like it. You wouldn't know it unless you saw the, uh, the in progress video, but I, tr I do try to incorporate as much as I can from our culture. Um, there was one, one time when I did a performance And I was asked if I could do something inspired by Frida Kahlo. Um, and obviously, you know, Frida is one of the most beloved uh, artists um, from, from Mexico. So um, funny enough, I'd never actually drawn her or, you know, even attempted. So when I did that, um, I actually used the Mexican uh, flag colors for that artwork only. And uh, it was so funny because someone actually thought I was uh, doing like a Christmas theme. And <laughs> uh, I found that I found that kind of funny. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, I, I've done that. I've also done a few artworks with with that same color palette. Um, nothing to do with Frida, but just just to represent in a subtle way. So, yeah, I'd love to. I, I know we kind of jump already uh into into a lot of things but uh before we kind of uh you know just take a deep dive into the vr and the nft performance art that i've seen you create i love to hear um kind of the earlier mediums i've heard you i think in rooms just mention all the different ways that you have expressed and Uh, yeah, you know, before NFTs, I would love uh, for you to tell us about the story behind your art and all the different mediums uh, that you've utilized, you know, before this uh, metaverse space. Oh, yes. Yeah. Thank you, Jimena. Um, so I don't get into it too much because I find it could be a little overwhelming and confusing for people. But yeah, prior to, to getting into VR um, sculpture, I was doing um, physical sculptures, um, including sculptures, audiovisual sculptures, um, installations, 
using upcycled materials. I'm all about using what's available, found objects and, you know, transforming them. So, you know, I've made sculptures that were projectors, like a homemade projector, right? Like uh, within a sculpture, for example, I've made sculptures using live plants that, you know, died. And then I remade the sculpture with a new plant, for example. So bio art. Um, I've also done glass blowing, which that's a whole story in itself, to be honest. Um, when I learned glass blowing was probably at one of the lowest points in my life. Um, I had just split up with my son's father this was almost 10 years ago right so deeply traumatic experience I was like 22 years old um had just had to leave uh, art school right in the middle of it and um found a community college randomly where they were giving um glass blowing courses so glass blowing I feel like saved my life at that point it made me feel empowered um, it made me feel like I could do something that I never thought I could do. Um, and it's, it requires so much, um, attention that I was actually able to get out of my own head and forget about all the things that were happening while I was in the studio. It's also like 95 degrees in there. So you, you really don't have time to think about anything outside of what you're doing. So yeah, I've, I've done glass blowing. In fact, um, I, I minted one of my glass blown artworks um, during an FTNYC and uh, Pong, who's our historian, <laughs> said that I'm technically the first glass blowing uh, woman artist on the blockchain. So that's that was kind of fun to, to hear. Um, I definitely plan on doing more of that. I've just been... It's been it's been hard finding a, a studio in this uh, pandemic, but um, that is something that I I definitely love. And um, let's see, outside of that, um, I've done good old oil painting, watercolor painting. I've done acrylic, of course. I've done live painting at events. I've done performance art um, with with others, you know, in in uh in different settings. Um, I'm trying to think if I'm missing anything. Um, yeah, I, I think that's about it. Um, every, but honestly, I, I'm, I'm so open to learning. I'm, I'm obsessed with learning everything so that I can do anything. That's, that's, that's where I'm at. I see Bong here and I also remember him from our early rooms with our Jedi uh, speaking about Colombian coffee growers and glass blowing and hearing her story, it's beautiful how this community is connected. Uh, Sarai, uh, my, my question is, you just listed almost every possible expression on visual art that one can have in, in art school. And But how how is it you made that jump from uh, physical visual art to this incredible digital virtual expression that you give us today? Oh, the jump. Um... You know, I didn't feel like much of a jump, to be honest. I'm like, you know, like I've said, I'm, I'm obsessed with trying new things. So when um, when the Oculus came out, 
and I realized that there were art applications on it um, that I could use, I was like, oh, that makes total sense. I, I want to try that. Um, so I, I think just my curiosity and my like hunger to learn new mediums um, is, is kind of what, what led me. And, you know, once I got it and I tried it, I was instantly hooked. Um, and then after that, I just, you know, I wanted to share what I was doing. And so pretty soon after I got the Oculus and started working on it, I found out how to put my view on our like living room TV screen um, so that I could just show my partner and my son who were there at home what I was doing because I thought it looked really sweet. So that that's it was, it was pretty organic, to be honest, um, just just following my curiosity. More like an evolution then. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, <laughs> the, the evolution of the butterfly, right? Like, I, I back to that. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Great analogy. Oh, sorry. I was just, before the next question, I just wanted to make a comment that I think glassblowing is so kick-ass. And I've never done it myself, but I went in uh, once to a studio to um, to photograph uh, different uh, people doing the glassblowing. And uh, I was like, wow, holy cow, that is really cool. So uh, you you wear so many artistic hats. It's uh, such, um, you know, I'm like in awe that you, you know, that you do so many artistic things. It's really so cool. And you speak a lot about curiosity. And I think uh, for me personally, I find, you know, that's how I landed in this space was with curiosity. And I think that having that uh, curiosity within us leads us down so many amazing paths that we have like no idea where we're going to end up. And, um, and I think that's, you know, how we grow as, uh, as people by being curious and trying different things. And some, if they work out great, if they don't great too, because we always learn from stuff. Um, so I, I uh, feel a real connection uh, with you, with like your whole curiosity and I've always wanted to try the glass blowing. And like you said, maybe after pandemic when studios open, but I've seen it and wow, that is, I can see how that can be so much um, healing and therapy through just uh, doing that, which really like art, it's a vessel, right? For our uh, emotions and creativity and getting through things and, and, and all of that. So anyways, didn't mean to digress there, Hime. Yeah, no, it's always perfect what you say. I just wanted to say hello to all our friends and family that are here supporting today. Uh, it's definitely a space of duality. Um, we are all heavy hard hearted with what's happening in Ukraine. And at the same time, we're deeply grateful uh, to be able to have these conversations connecting with all of you, having the opportunity to, to cope with some of these that's happening by, by connecting, by connecting with amazing humans. And we feel deeply fortunate to be speaking today with Sarai, somebody that uh, continues to wear so many hats. Not only her art is amazing, but she's also a huge community member support. We see her always opening rooms, Spanish and English. And I just want to say, Sarai, your voice is always something to me that's been so soothing. 
and I wanted to ask before I jump my next my next questions was about NFTs and how you learned about them but since you mentioned so many mediums I wondered if you've ever uh, sang or if you've ever performed you know just maybe poetry or anything because your voice is, is just so so wonderful and it's always uh, you know just velvety I would describe it and I absolutely adore how you mix, you know, the Spanish pronunciation of your family um, and the, the name, their names, and you say Ruben and mi tío and mi abuelo, and then uh, yeah, it's just uh, very soothing. So yeah, just wanted to to know if you have or are planning or putting voice to your work or have en ever done anything like that. If not. You should consider it because your voice is amazing. Oh my gosh, Jimena. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, you know what? Now that I think about it, I forgot to mention I did, I, I do also write poetry. I don't talk about that much. Um, but Ana, um, Ana Maria Caballero actually invited me to um To, to share some poetry a few months back during um, one of her events. I believe it was recorded and it's on a podcast, but um, yeah, yeah, I, I am, I'm planning to do more. In fact, there's a collab that I did that hasn't, hasn't been published yet, but I, I made a poem and I did a voiceover <laughs> of the poem for a visual artist so I don't know I don't know what's going on with that one I have to check in with my collaborator but um that that's out there and um I, I do plan on doing some stuff I've just um like I said it's it, it's kind of um that finding that balance of like you know um being known as one thing and not um confusing everyone um you know i it, it's hard to come into places and you know say i'm i'm a vr performer but i'm also a glass blower hey and i'm also a poet um so i just uh you know i'm kind of trying to focus a little bit but yeah i i love poetry i've, I've actually written a song as well Um, I'm not getting into singing, please don't ask, but uh, yeah, the poetry and the spoken word, I'm, I'm totally open to, yeah, thank you. It would be amazing to see your performance and maybe with, like, your live performance, like the things that you've done in NYC, uh, with some sound, like a recorder voice, like, it just sound, like feels amazing. I don't know if you have like something like that, but anyways, uh, I'm, I, yeah, let's keep, let's keep the, the conversation going. I'm just so excited. Uh, and yeah, I wanted to ask, how did you learn about NFTs and why did you decide to stay? We know this is a, a place, uh, hard for women, hard for minorities, uh, hard overall, uh, from all fronts. So yeah. Uh, how did you learn about NFTs and when was that? And then, um, yeah, why are you staying here? Oh, man. Um, yeah, so I think I, I learned about it, like many of us, uh, on Clubhouse. Um, I joined Clubhouse in January 2nd, 2021. Um, and, I mean, it was pretty 
pretty quick from that day to when I found the NFT rooms. And um, yeah, I, that, that's how I learned about it. I just I kept going into rooms, listening, asking questions when I could. It was really hard to get a word in back in, back in that day. But I mainly listened and, um, you know, finally got inspired to, to do something. Um, I, I think it took a couple of months before I was finally ready to you know, dive in after learning. So yeah, that, that's how it started. Um, and why I've stayed is, oh man, um, many reasons. I think mainly the community of artists that I didn't have before, um, you know, going to art school. Yeah. You make you know, you make friends and you have this cohort of, of artists that are, that are, you know, studying with you. But, you know, like I mentioned, I, I had to basically drop out of art school halfway through, um, and take a little bit of a break. So I kind of lost touch with my cohort. Um, and, you know, I was away for about a year and a half. And then when I got back, it was a whole nother you know, whole nother class that I was, that I was studying with, even though I went, I did go back to San Diego State and uh, graduate there eventually, but it, it just felt, I felt very disconnected. You know, I didn't have these like, uh, you know, friends that I'd been with throughout the whole, you know, experience anymore. I didn't have this community of artists that like were actively trying to, you know, go after their dreams. Like, is what we have here. Like that is what we have here with all of us here. I feel like are, are working really hard to do what we are called to do. So that's why I stayed because I didn't have that before, even though, like I said, I, I went to art school, but I, I just, the bonds that I made there have, were not nearly as strong as the ones that I've made here. So that that's why I stayed. And that's why I plan on staying here for as long as I possibly can. And it's been a full journey, uh, Sarai. Uh, it happened to me with Diana and then Jimena, and it's been love all the way. A lot of learning, a lot of journey, uh, a lot of uh, ups and downs, but we're here, and this is the way as a community, as individuals. It's beautiful. I'm going to take a time to make a reset for this beautiful space. Uh, welcome, everyone, to the NFT Outer Space series hosted by Jimena, Diana, and myself. Our mission is to spread the word about NFTs and educate the community about all crypto art subjects. Uh, we aim to host a place where we highlight and uplift the work of amazing people in this space. Uh, this is a safe space for everyone. Please follow us in your favorite NFT podcast platform as the NFT Outer Space uh, Show. So, uh, Sarai, we have a pop for you, so stay tuned, everyone, because uh, it will be announced at the end of the of the space. Um, I want to ask you something about VR because it's it's beautiful, it's but it's complex. It's uh, for 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 those of us who are not familiar, and of course, it's a full interaction. Um, and and my my question goes this way. Um, Companies, huge companies, as Facebook has mutated now into Meta, trying to look cooler than anyone else. But I think it's because people is realize people and companies are realizing the potential that awards, awaits uh, on our digital spaces that we've been 
I don't know, interacting with uh, for the past year. Um, so how do you see the importance of uh, these digital spaces, these virtual, virtual spaces, uh, which were very niche, very, were very niche to gamers, were very niche to, uh, let's say, certain group of people, but now are trending in a way that, that goes and looks like it's, it would be our future. So how do you see, what, what would you see, what would you say is the importance of uh, virtual reality in terms of human life in general, culture, life, uh, technology, uh, education, what would you say would be the benefits of this? Oh, wow. Um, well, I think that VR is going to live alongside our normal reality, if you want to call it that way. Um, always. I don't think it'll ever replace. Um, I think, I mean, in, in terms of the importance, oh, man, I, I, I believe it's super important for us because it's, okay, think of, think of someone in a situation where they can't leave their house, whether they have mobility issues, whether they have um, you know, a compromised immune system, whether maybe they're in a nursing home, you know, I, I, I have family in one. So they can't go anywhere safely, right? So I, I, I think the importance comes for those who, um, you know, don't necessarily have the option of going to the pyramids, of going to an in-person party or meetup or concert. I mean, there's just so many applications there's um, mental health apps, there's education stuff too, right? There's, I remember one of my first experiences in VR, I walked into a meeting of teachers, they were meeting in VR, and they were talking about how to develop educational plans for their students to experience in VR. So I, I mean, I could go on and on, but the, the importance and the application, I think, are there. And it's only going to grow as more people um, invest time in it, right? Um, the the I don't know. I think I think it's it's pretty limitless what can happen. I don't think it's the end all. I don't believe people should spend hours and hours in VR. I don't. Um, you know, I don't even go in VR every single day, to be honest. So, I think everything um, in balance is good. But I do see so, so many um, really good applications for VR. So I'm excited to see um, how, how it develops. That, that's a great way to uh, uh, adopt. Uh, is there any advice in, uh, that you can uh, warn us about or uh, to adopt it? Oh, um, well, I think it's like anything, right? Um, just like when you come into Twitter spaces, not everyone is kind. Um, so same thing on VR, <laughs> you know, if you're going to be interacting with, with people in a social setting, you got to kind of be ready for some trolls. Sometimes I haven't had many, honestly, people seem to be pretty, um, pretty nice, uh, in my experience, but that's the only thing I'd say, you know, and then when it comes to kids, obviously like, as parents, we have to be super, uh, super aware of, of, you know, who they're playing with, if they are playing, you know, multiplayer games. Um, but 
you know, outside of that, I think it's the risks are pretty similar to interacting online on Twitter or Clubhouse or any of these social apps. I um I'm remembering like my first experience with VR. So I find VR like all of that technology thing like super fascinating. And I'll never forget. I think it's like one of those things that when you experience for the first time, it's like wow, you never forget. And this was like way back when um I don't know, around 2017 or something. I went to a museum here in the city where I live in Toronto and they had an exhibit of these like uh, wooden gothic miniature uh, rosaries uh, from the 1500s. So like really old and they were all carved. Like they're, they're small and they kind of pop open and they have these intricate carvings on the inside, which, you know, it's like incredible that they were even could do it. So what the museum had set up was this area where you could put on the VR uh, thing on your eye. I don't think it was an Oculus at that time. It was probably, it was pretty clunky, I remember. Um, and then you could walk inside these rosaries. And it was like, that's it. This is the future. <laughs> I'll never forget that day. It was just so incredible, incredible experience uh, to be walking literally inside the art. And uh, that for me was my first VR experience that really blew my mind. And, uh, and I find it like so cool. And I didn't even know that there were art applications. And I'm going to look into it because it seems like so interesting um, everything that you you can do um, on that so that that's my <laughs> I'm sharing that I don't know if anyone has a comment with this Nani or Hume because otherwise I have a community question to to go ahead to ask. oh yeah I think I think Nani? Daniel is unmuting yeah. yeah no I was going to ask really really quick uh if if we if we were if anyone anyone not not a professional or but if anyone would like to start uh, which uh, device should we start with? Well, I I hesitate to say the Oculus, <laughs> but that's the only one that I know. So um, that that's all I can that's all I can really speak to. <laughs> but um, you know the, you know Meta does make it and they do own it. So uh, yeah, you know I I'm actually really excited to try out some more. Um, I guess more advanced headsets in the future. Uh, it's on my it's on my wish list to grab a new one. That's not Oculus, but uh, yeah, so far that's what I've gotten. It's pretty. It's relatively inexpensive uh, for what it lets you do. So yeah, that that's my only recommendation at this point. Cool. That sounds. Uh, I can see it's gonna be somewhere in in my future. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be picking one up. I've been wanting to for a while. I also see these like uh, spaces in the metaverse where people like I go in with my computer just two D, but I know there's people walking around with uh, with the Oculus, and that's like a whole other uh, experience. So I I really do think that's where we're heading. Um, I'm going to pivot here a bit with uh, the next question. And I was just, um, I was just wondering, you also do like a lot of community management. Um, and I was just wondering, what's your experience with that? And uh, what projects you support? And anybody who's, you know, starting their own projects, um, whatever they may be, um, what advice would you have for that whole side of community management and, and discord? which uh, is a love-hate relationship for me. 
Oh, wow. Well, I mean, truly, I, I, I wouldn't say I'm, you know, a, 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 like a bona fide community manager. Um, I, I have my own discord. I've helped start um, a good amount of them, but I've I've never been the sole person in charge of, of it. I I don't know how anyone does it if they are also an artist, to be honest, because it is a lot of work. I think my advice would be to have a team of people that are managing your community um, because you, you can't do it by yourself. I mean, you could, but it leaves very little time to do other things like, you know, mental health. Uh, creating art, um, spending time with your family, exercising, all the normal human things that need to happen. I think, um, yeah, I think that's my advice is to be honest with yourself about how much time you have to devote to your discord, your, you know, whatever it is that, you know, where your community lies and where you can, um, where you communicate with them, because, it's it's a lot and you know things are moving really fast there's a new discord every day um i'm in over 100 discords myself so i i don't even check in on all of them anymore um it's impossible to so just everybody just be honest with yourself about what you can handle and what you can't if you can't have if you can't handle a discord right now that's totally okay i don't think every single person needs one um and personally, you know, I don't have a, a big project, so I, I do have a discord, but it's, it hasn't gotten out of hand at this point. It's, it's, it's small and manageable. So uh, I, that's maybe the, is another advice is don't try to grow your discord too quickly. Um, there's, there's no need for that. I love that. And I am an anti-discord. <laughs> I go there every once in a while and like say hello or you know uh for like the custom smart contract stuff with like nifty kit and manifold like actually those are the only use cases i've recently kind of gone through it um but other than that like i i'm with you i don't know if, you, if you're like a, a one-on-one artist or whatever uh like if you don't have a pfp i'm not sure how you you have it and at some point, like, yeah, I heard, like, it will be good to have, like, a group discord with, like, a lot of artists kind of just having one. That sounds amazing. Just uh, uh, everything happens fast here. <laughs> I, I, that's on my to-do list to look into it in maybe 2027 uh, or whatever it is. But amazing. Um, and it's really gone really quick. And, you know, and uh, I reached out to you like an hour and a half ago and, you know, I said, like, just let us know if you want to keep the room open or not today. There is a lot of feelings, uh, you know, that people are digesting today. And then Diana, uh, just she's always so wise and she just said, like, probably the space is what we need today. Like we, we the three of us were having a really hard time and still are. But again, embracing duality, uh, embracing embracing these friendships, embracing also feeling you know heavy hearted and and really not having any any words in my case uh, for for everything that's happening. Um, and feeling grateful, feeling rage, and uh, yeah, uh, all, all all the feelings today. But uh, yeah, bringing light again into you, Sarah, I love this conversation so much. And before we close the room, 
would love for you to talk about the upcoming project, your upcoming Genesis NFT. Uh, tell us everything that you want to share with us about it. When, when is it? What is it about? Um, you know, if you want to like share price points, you don't have to. Uh, and any ways that we can support you. If you have a pinned tweet so that as you are speaking, everyone can go and retweet it and reshare it and quote-tweet it and share all the love. That will be wonderful. Uh, but yeah, go ahead and, and talk to us about that upcoming work. Thank you, Jimena. Uh, yeah, so my my next um, my next planned drop is going to be my known origin genesis. It's um, it's actually going to be a, a series of three um, three sculptures from my performances. So. I performed three times during the Miami Art Basel week. So I've got three different sculptures that I haven't minted yet. Um, actually, there's, it's going to be four because uh, during East Denver, I also performed and made a sculpture that I am, I'm actually quite happy with. I was just looking at it today. And uh, I did post a couple still images from it. So um that will also be included in that small collection. So a collection of four on uh, known origin is, is what it's going to be. I haven't quite decided the price point um, or if I'll do an auction. So um, open to suggestions. Uh, DM me if, if you have any. But um, yeah, it's going to be these pretty, pretty, pretty cool looking, in my opinion, uh, 3D sculptures that I made live. So the first one was made at the Brickle um, in Miami for the NFT me event. Um, the second one was made during the Bit Basel event at the Sagamore Hotel. Um, the third one was made um, during this Black Tie Bonanza um, event on a yacht, also in Miami. <laughs> And then this fourth one was, um, like I said, made during East Denver at the Near Protocol Lounge, which is literally right across the street from the Sports Castle. Um, and yeah, that's that's pretty much what, what I've got coming. Um, if you want to see like a small little preview, those three photos, um, my pinned tweet is actually like a really a thread <laughs> of a bunch of tweets. So if you just look through there, you'll you'll find them. Um, but yeah, that that's what I've got coming, and that should be out next week. Super exciting! I love it. I actually love Non Origin, um, and you know everything that they do to support and how they connect and interact with the artists. So I'm so grateful. I'm excited for you that you're using that platform to mint your upcoming work. And I can uh, wait to to see it. And I just wanted to invite a bunch of friends up as speakers. And the only reminder is we only have, uh, you know, just a few minutes left. And this space is to shine light and flowers and beauty on creators. So if you do have a project that you want to shell, etc., uh, this is not that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, this, you know, will uh, have upcoming rooms um, that are open. And we'd love for you to connect in that in that manner. But this this space is for Sarai and love to her. And uh, yeah, so 
go ahead and use the hand raised feature so that we know that you're ready to speak. Uh, but with that said, Diana, I see that your hand is up, so go ahead. Yes, no, I just wanted to say that I see a request from um, Slimus Liart, and I've been trying to get them up on stage, and I'm not able to. I don't know if something is is happening here on my end, so I just wanted to let them know that it, um, you know, they've been there for a long time, and I don't know what's what's wrong. I can't bring them up. That's that's all I wanted to say. I don't know if Danny or you, Hime, if it works. I yeah, I just tried it, and it seems like they are as uh, up as speakers. So yeah. Thanks for your patience. You know, so, I... Hello, Rainbow. I see yep. you have your hand up. Hello, everyone. This is Jadira. I am Rainbow Moshe's mom. She's a 13-year-old artist and author on the autism spectrum, and we interact a lot with Sarai. So I'm very glad to see that this space is open for her to share what she does, what she creates, her inspiration. Great to hear about her story, um, parts of it. Um, single mom, dedicated, her worker. I relate to all of that. But above all, I love what you share in regards to your journey um, with um, the back and forth, you know, and facing the challenges and always getting back to art. So very impressed. You know, my daughter's still 13. Who knows what's going to happen with her and her creativity? So I, it, it's a great um, thing to have in my mind, you know, as when she may be 22, 23, whatever may happen. It's like, oh, okay, Sarai went through the same. She's going to make it. You know, everything's going to be good. So keep us inspired and keep up the, the great work. And to all of you, marvelous what you do. Thank you for this space. Felicidades. Mis respetos. Adelante. Ay, muchísimas gracias. Ay, ay, ay. Muchas besos. Gracias, gracias, gracias. Gracias. And thank you so much. Love the energy and love the pronunciation uh, and the Spanish vibe. And amazing to meet you and connect with you. And our Jedi, uh, do you want to go ahead and mic? I knew, I knew I was going to be put on the spot. <laughs> I was just quietly I listening. I can't help it. <laughs> I was like, I'm literally changing my bed sheets. And I was like, I can't do anything. And I know in the middle of something, Jimena's going to call on me. So, <laughs> so I literally sat here still like, yeah, okay. I'm here. <laughs> I, uh, I was just listening and supporting and love everything that I've heard. It is a journey of resilience, dedication, commitment, huge talent. Um, and I can't wait to see um, where you go next. Happy to help you with your known origin drop as well. Uh, just reach out and see if you if you have any questions or if you if I can help you in any way. Um, yeah, but I just love, 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 love. That's all. Amazing. And I, uh, I did send you a DM uh, our Jedi on Twitter for our next week. Where oh, is it, is it freaking next week? Oh my god! It's our, <gasps> time flies. Time flies when you're having fun, my dear. <laughs> so check it out. Uh, just a quick bio, and I know that you have a, a quick a, a project uh, to spotlight. So yeah, uh, if you have questions uh, specific to that, but yeah, check it out. And if you have anything, just let me know. I'm I'm there. Uh, Can we not just sit me. there for an hour to talk about ice cream? Like, I would love that. <laughs> we can. <laughs> you know this space is for you, so if that's what you choose, uh, happy to do it. 
<laughs> but anyways, uh, thank you for being here. Always amazing energy and everything that you bring here. It's like your like family. Everyone here that I'm seeing. Uh, thank you for for being here so so much. And uh, Lindsay, uh, I know your hand isn't up, but you are the <laughs> next speaker around. So I figured. <laughs> Lindsay, stop changing bed sheets and come talk to us now. <laughs> I already, I did that this morning. I I, I took care of that already. <laughs> I uh, you know turned on Twitter and then I saw this room. I was like, I just got a phone call. Sorry, can you hear me? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I just wanted to say to Sarah, I you know, there's another phone call. I'll have to. <laughs> Sorry, she's getting rugged. <laughs> Am I getting rugged? Can you hear me? No. Oh yeah, gosh, I hope they don't wanted. call again. You <laughs> Maybe you should take you. that call. I actually did want to say something to to um, creators. Well, they're just. Are you not? Rug- I'm not rug- rugged, Lindsay. Are you rugging me now? I'm not Nina? rugged, but if you can hear me, I just want to say, Sarai, you're amazing. I, we've connected, and I, I've enjoyed talking to you and watching your journey. So I'm just really happy to see you grow, and I'm happy to know you, and you know all the lovely things genuine connections here all with most of the people i've met in this room actually so it's so nice to like yeah just big hugs big love and that's it thank you so much Lindsay. i i, I really really appreciate you and you know i i love your art and we're uh fellow mamas in this in this world so yes love you and love you, you lots you know isn't it isn't common that like we're a bunch of moms up here. Like it isn't. So could it except to Daniel, who's everybody's mom? Well, <laughs> right. Uh, every I time, every time I find surrounded with this amazing bunch of beautiful creators around me, and it, I'm happy with that, our Jedi. I'm always enjoying that. I'm I'm super happy to be celebrating uh, in the coming weeks, eighth of March, and um, and as of uh, so I just remembered we'll take the time to invite every woman to this space because we're going to uplift you. We're going to celebrate you. Flowers to that. I love that. I was going to tease you a little bit more, but I'm going to stop there. But I actually did have something to say for Creatress, um, Sarai. I, um, I just heard something earlier and I just, like the pennies dropped. You know, you're a glass blower, and then you are... Um, VR performance artists and I don't really think there's like it's not two different things you need the same kind of attention right and so one thing leads to another and it's taken me a lifetime to find the threads because my work I do different things and but it's all we're kind of in the same stream of river it's just sometimes it's it feels like uh, we're in two different stretch in two different directions, but it's actually the same stream of river. I love that so much because when Sarai mentioned like kind of not confusing people, uh, with all my love, I wanted to unmute and say, please, like shower us with all the creativity and all the energy and all the amazing different ways that you have to express. And I think it's something I personally have always battled with. Uh, I felt like I always had to fit a, a, a place in a box. And then, uh, you know, I think I'm at a place where I continue to embrace everything, like freaking everything. 
And at the beginning, I would create all this work. And, you know, you can go to like the million OpenSea collections I have. And I would feel literally so embarrassed because I'll be like, number one, how are my collectors going to get to all the collections? I have so many links. I have so many things. And I'm at a place where I like, I'm an explorer. An explorer. I'm literally like constantly exploring. And I, I don't want to change that. I, I don't want to fit a box. And I'm grateful to feel like so inspired to do so many different things. Because at the end of the day, they come from one place, which is my heart. And who wants to connect with that will, you know? And so, yeah, that's all. Thank you, Orjeda, for that comment. Because um, 100% relate with, with that. Oh, thank you both. I, I really, really appreciate that. Hey, can I say to one of the most powerful individuals, one of the most artistic, powerful superheroes, she's like the art sorceress. This is Sarai Mora. She is epic. You will never see another like her. What she brings to this planet should be spread throughout the universe. And I love her for what she does. This is my sister in art. Everybody across the globe needs to know her because she will be timeless in everybody's mind. And I thank you for letting me speak and just sharing some of what you are offering to the rest of the world. Oh, Slim Sully, you're, you're, you're my brother, man. You know, I, I deeply appreciate you. And um, I think you've got some artistic superpowers that people need to see as well. So we are, um, I think we're just reflections of each other, a lot of us here in this space. So thank you. And right back at you. You're welcome. Uh, thank you so much for the beautiful words. And I do have a heart stop right now, and my heart goes to Heather, uh, whose hand is raised. Uh, and I know we do have a pop. And so, Danny, if you want to share what the pop is, uh, please go ahead. And I do have to close the room. So, my apologies today is really a heart stop. Uh, but yeah, Danny, the, the pop. Thank you, Hime. Yes, uh, again, we know we're facing hard times, but uh, today is about celebrating Creatress Sarai. Thank you for being with us. And for all of you who are dedicating one hour of your time uh, to uplift this amazing creator and, and hear us and just ramble and laugh about. So, so our pop for today is Sarai with I, Sarai. I'm sorry, Sarai space. Sarai space uh, with capital S. Sarai space with capital S. Please go mint it because it will be on for one, uh, sorry, half an hour. How do you spell Sarai for the people S, who don't know? Of course, S, uh, S and capital S, A, R. I'm sorry, I, I do am smarter in Spanish, so hold on. <laughs> Here, I'll say it, it's capital S, A, R, A, I, space. Thank you, Diani. Thank you. Thank you all so much. I, I really, really appreciate you uh, having me. And um, anyone who has any questions, my, my DMs are totally open. Thank you for and being here. And it's the here. word space, right? S-P-A-C-E. Yeah, I just actually, I just tweeted for anyone that's questioning what the spelling is. I just tweeted is the, the, the top tweet uh, on my on my profile. So if you uh, just grab it from there and copy and paste it, that's the, you can grab it. And I just minted it. Don't tell anyone. Yay. Yeah. Do it. There is like hunters in this space. 
So go ahead, everybody. I just minted. I'm probably the first one to mint too. Wow. (laughs) I'm going to close the room. My love, Sarai, you are amazing. You are amazing, amazing. And I wish you nothing but the best. And same as Arjeta said, if you need any help or support with the non-origin drop, or if you want to come to Spaces and talk about it, just let us know. Uh, We're honored, we're blessed, and just my heart is full of joy to share the space with somebody like you. Um, And yeah, just hugs and kisses to everyone that joined today. Again, duality. Again, I know we are, uh, at least me, dealing with... uh, a lot of choking uh, thoughts and words. And yeah, my love goes to, to everybody. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from us or join these conversations live via Twitter spaces, be sure to follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. Look for our handles in the podcast description. Thanks again. I will see you again next time.